0: Thanks. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of our uh, modular. I got it without trying to remember it. Modular episodic series after the glass slipper. And what I mean by that is you can rest easy knowing that you can listen to these episodes not only in any order, uh, but uh, like out of, like they're modular. So tucked into each one is a sleepy little sleep, sleep, sleeper slope, sloper sleep, sleepy stuff. Uh, I guess it could be – here's a lesson. Uh, Snuggle in and get comfortable. Scoots is here to put you to sleep. So each one of those has that life lesson tucked right in there. Uh, Scoots is here for you. Episodic, modular, uh, for, ev- for, for everyone and everywhere. Uh, so it's, uh, you can listen to it in any order. After Glass Slipper, now the, the character things you need to know – if this is your first time listening, After Glass Slipper follows the tale of what happened to Cinderella's stepmother after Cinderella got the glass slipper, became princess, eventually became queen, uh, took like ran the the kingdom where she was like uh, the, the the monarch and she was great. Uh, so Cinderella did great. Her stepmother uh, Agatha did like uh, make amends to Cinderella. And to become uh, Cinderella's kind of like her hand, like her uh, very helpful and watch the kingdom in her stead. At one point, though, uh, Agatha did have to make one of the greatest, uh, you know, great uh, as all heroines do. Well, not all heroines, I think, but like a, a certain percentage of heroines. You know, she had to make like as part of her, her own her heronian journey. Yes, that's a made-up word, but uh, she uh, like sacrificed her human form, her corporal body. Is that is that what it is? Is that a corporal? Did she sacrifice her corporal body? Uh, I don't. I'm not sure, but she did sacrifice her human form in order to save uh, the, the both the human people and the fairy people of uh, Cinderella's kingdom. Against a wizard and, you know, wizards, you know, the people that work with the wizard, uh, and like some, you know, some other monarch, uh, but she, she, in order to save everybody, she had to become a pit of lentils, a P-I-T of lentils, L-E-N-T-I-L-S, the things that are like beans, but they're not called lentil beans, they're just called lentils. They, when they were, when they are named, they said lentils will do fine. You don't need to call us lentil beans. Uh, technically we may be a legume, but we prefer please don't confuse Also don't confuse us with dried peas. I got that in an email from a lentil. This who claimed to be speaking on behalf of lentils everywhere. But, uh, you know, who knows, you know, people could cl- anybody can claim that in an email. Like here's a tip, uh, in the middle of a setup for the episode, don't open any, well, I, I guess you open it, uh, uh, when it says uh, on behalf of lentils everywhere, how could you not? O- I guess if you want someone to open an email, put that in the uh, subject heading, except me, because like, I- I'll like, you'll be able to hear my teeth grinding. I say not another lentil email. I mean, I've just been getting through all the emails from different uh, people from Bernie, the butterfly on behalf of crickets, uh, sending you this message as a representative of the kingdom of crickets. Uh, On behalf of friends of pigeons everywhere, this is what my inbox looks like every single day. And then there's a passive of AGG ones that say like, uh, "For the podcaster knows nothing of lentils." uh, uh, For the podcaster cares nothing, and I said, "Well, you okay?" Here's the important thing: I got off track uh, because I was about to say the podcaster cares nothing for feelings of lentils. And up until this story, I would have said, who cares? Show me a lentil that has feelings, and, and I'll think about, uh, think about it, empathizing with it. But in this case, Agatha gave up her human form to become a pit of lentils. Uh, don't worry about it because it happened in another season. Just go with it. She's a pit pen, pen, pen of lentils. In this case, in that story, she was. Now she's more of a pool of lentils. Uh, but a pit of lentils, just, it's more melodious. Uh, I don't know if there's an extra syllable in pool. Pool. Uh, but a pit of lentils, like a swimming pool full of lentils. But this is an like ancient kingdom, so it's more like picture uh, masonry and stuff, and not uh, whatever the heck pools are made of, concretes. Oh, boy, this is a long summary. So, Agatha, Cinderella's stepmother, is now a a sentient human consciousness in a pit of lentils. Also, she has control, so she can flow. She can embody things. She can point. Also, she's a teacher, uh, and she's a co-teacher, technically. And she teaches with uh, Shelly, who is a, a fairy person from the fairy kingdom, which I think they, like, uh, the, the fairies, the fairy godparents, right? That was, like, what started the whole Cinderella tale. Their people and the human people now live together. And that's the second season this has been going on. So now it's like the stories advance to the point where they're like, let's teach, uh, let's exchange some myths uh, from our backs, by background, the, the fairy the myths of the fairy people. And that's essentially why this season's both episodic and, um, whatever the other word I used earlier that I already forgot was uh modular because each one is a class where they're saying, Hey, this is w- one of the fairy myths. Uh, but there was one with, with a quiz, but, uh, other than that, and they just go through one of the myths and that's a, uh, that's an episode. Like I said, only message, only lessons uh, stuck in, as uh Mark Twain once said, Oh boy, was that a good nap. Uh, And I only take naps when I drink Country Time Lemonade, and I'm marked... Oh, no, that was... uh, Sorry, I'm reading ad copy for another pod, the Country Time Lemonade cast. I said Country Time cast, and I said, no, can't we call it the Country cast? They said that name's Taken. Uh, So I guess I can't say that. uh, uh, But, but like, uh, Mark Twain did once say, oh, boy, did I, like, probably don't take any lessons i'm taking a nap uh go ahead take a nap there's no lessons in here maybe that was woody harrelson playing mark twain or maybe that was like an animatronic auto, what are those things called audio animatronic uh, mark twain but, but that's besides the point the, the there's a, the only lessons tucked in are lessons of sweet sleepy goodness uh trying to think if I actually explained anything. Well, Agatha's Cinderella's stepmother. Shelly's her co-teacher students in the class are students. And that's it. just like sitting through a uh, really like a class. Uh, these, these modular episodes, uh, and so that's it. And I'm also waiting for a celebrity. Like, uh, did you, did you not show up last week? Oh, my friend. Hello. I've, I'm, I'm, I'm a b- very busy man. Uh, uh, hello, hello! Is the ladies, is the gentlemen, the boys, is the girls, the friends beyond binary? It's time for another episode of After the Glass Slipper. Ooh. That was interesting, Antonio. That was Antonio Banderas, everybody. This is after, I don't like, I could, like, that was somewhere. That was interesting. I listened to that in the edit. I'm I'm looking forward to it. It, it, Also, I'm rolling my eyes, but it's so good to have Antonio Banderas here. Uh, We're going to turn the mic over to Agatha and play a game of Munchkin, correct? Uh, Like, uh, did you bring your own pips? Well, I brought uh, pennies, my friend, uh, to use his pips. Uh, great, uh, thanks. Uh, After glass slipper. Oh, hello, everyone. Hello, I'm coming into my room here. Now a room full of babies to sleep is a nursery, and my bedroom and also my bow. Sleeping on the bed, a man of letters and a letter man. What more? What could a woman ask for, but a room full of babies "'that now she's expected to teach a class to the siblings "'and then come in and uh, tell whisper in the ear of her beau uh, "'so the babies could be comforted by her voice. Uh, "'What could be more of an honor "'than them finding a wizard from another kingdom "'to return me to my natural human form?' though i don't need to be i don't need a human body to be a human being i have i have feelings uh and also i have physical feelings it, it, it is you know magic is magic and uh, also there's the magic of uh, the universe and there is the magic of life they say and they say uh I said to, to the, to, to one of the, not the alchemists, but the physicians, I said, give me one of those tests where you, uh, you know, test my, uh, you know, my knees and such things and my, my fingertips. And he, he, he looked at me and I said, to ask the physician, uh, nurse man or whatever. And she said, well, she looked at me and I said, I command it. I had to command her. Because I do have that power, Uh, and all you babies know that the power comes from within, babies, and from without. uh, But don't worry yourselves about the power, little babies that are listening to me, uh, that are sleeping, even when a tale involves power, uh, remember that I have the power to calm you. But really, only I'm triggering the power within that you already have. The calm is already within you. As you take your little baby breaths and snuggle in, your soft hands balled against your cheeks, uh, your heads with that smell, that I say, "What that smells... And I say, wow, that is a baby smell you fuzzy, 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 say uh, when someone in your smiles, yes, I see you awake over there. And that's okay, you could listen, because I had quite the class today. Let a man move over a little so I could put part of me on this bed here, next to you. And I'll be snuggling with my letter man and telling you about class today. Uh, Because after class, uh, you know, the children, they wanted to interview me, a couple of the children for the assignment. And I said, why don't you all interview me and I'll just uh, sit here at the front of class because I don't know if I need to know. You know, children, it's hard to see yourself as people see you and then see yourself as people see you it's not an easy thing believe me as a stepmother and in hearing all these tales that mostly involve stepmothers uh, it's not an easy thing and and to see how you you fairy people view the humans in a fair fair way fair, very fair and mostly with a curious eye i understand it's uh but it is not easy for me to hear and so uh but so i don't need to uh, have you interview me and then have you present to me the result, I don't think I could handle that, uh, to be honest. So I'll tell you a tale, a once-upon-a-time tale, if you gather around closely. And Shelly, when I was starting this, Shelly didn't know what I was going to do. It wasn't on either one of our syllabuses, uh, syllabi. And I said, Sh Shelly, do you have any tissues for, for have them prepared for me? Uh, I have to hand to you because you will be weeping by the end of this tale Pro- probably not though because you know I I, I I know you're listening babies and i know you're the, ch- the children i said to the children don't worry i'm just kidding i have to relieve uh things you know can't can't you laugh with a pit of lentils than just laughing it, you know it's it's nothing to laugh at i know and uh, like uh, we'll save the questions uh, for question time probably though i know as soon as i start speaking you like uh, your hands are going to shoot up once upon- so once upon a time there was a young girl uh, you may even say a child named agatha and she had two older sisters uh and they lived with they lived with their mother and the grandma okay okay what is the question uh, what are the names of the sisters? It does not matter. The sisters have no names. You, like, uh, the sisters, what do you mean they have, they don't have, no, no, I'm not here to debate. uh The sisters don't have names in this tale. Okay, do you know how to read body language? I thought we went through this in office hours. Do you see even a lentil-based woman has body language? Could you see Shelly's body language? She is mirroring me. Uh, very good Shelly I'm glad you're attuned to my sympathetic vibrations this makes me very uh it makes me felt feel understood look at Shelly's body language and decide if you should keep asking me the names when I said they'd have no names okay are you done with your question okay I'm not trying to I'm just trying to help you on like uh uh, with the, the communication on other levels uh and also, I answered your question. They have no names by the sisters of Agatha. Okay. I know you I see your hand up. I know you can, don't worry about the mother or the grandmother's names either. Okay. Third question. Uh, well, the names, no, no, it's, it's, it's like I'm expressing myself by not giving them names. Do I have to fill in the blanks for you? This is not a tale. Uh, do do okay, do you know everything you said about stepmothers? How, how do you think, do, if you ever wondered uh, with all these stepmothers in your tail, uh, what brought them to be a stepmother? And you say, oh, what is with these stepmothers? Or you may say, what kind of daughter or sister doesn't know the name or care to share the names of a sister or mother or grandmother? Well, you're going to find out, uh, And it's a lovely tale, once upon a time, there was a girl named Agatha, she had two sisters, older sisters, uh, and she lived with her mother and her grandmother, and there's relatable things for you children in here, Uh, it was a time of great shortage, so we were short on water, and we were short on food and now my people the people i lived with uh we were all led by my grandmother she was the leader of my people and uh we as a people we were displaced from our original lands which we had inhabited uh and in a little bit different situation than all of you we were displaced by what you would call uh which we would call colonists uh ranging from a more powerful kingdom and crowding us out and uh we'd been pushed out of our lands years earlier uh before i before i even when i was just a baby before i even remembered it and i I was just a young girl at this time and uh, but in in some way our grandmother my grandmother the, the people's grandmother but she was actually my actual grandmother uh, this displacement ended up, uh, it, it, it ended up working out in some way because, uh, it, we were inhabiting the hills and the mountains uh, in this pass, and it was the one pass uh, through this mountain. And built in the pass, uh, w- was a great castle so that they could control, like, uh, the, the pass, the mountain pass, uh, the people that had displaced us. And, uh this really worked out because, because of the water and the food shortages, a mountain pass is a great place for water. Even when there's a shortage you could get water in a mountain pass normally uh pretty uh, in a in a good way and, and these uh these were industri- industrious people, the ones uh, uh the, the the colonist types. And because this pass was so essential it was always stocked and being stocked and so grandmother. And our warriors, uh, could always go and go in R-A-I-D and get supplies, and, and, it was more of a nuisance. Your grandmother knew how to strike a balance, uh, and they knew how to ship, uh, extra food and things, so that, uh, they called spillage. And it was, uh, you know, grandmother tried to, uh, not rock the boat too much, but to keep us, uh, fed and, uh, and and we worried that one day they wouldn't be, you know, the kingdom would come and try to mess with us. But for the time, we were subsiding. And, oh, this castle, uh, it, uh, it was just being finished as we started living, or as I started noticing things, uh, becoming, you know, into my fives and tens, and then eleven and twelve, uh, uh, things started to change. The castle was reinforced, uh, a keep. I don't, I don't know the difference between these things. I mean, I do, but I didn't as a child. And the castle started to get even more well supplied, uh, which made it easier for us. And then grandmother was able to start a lot, la- a lot, la- as they say, in, in some caves and we were able to prepare you know to 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 provide for her people and to teach them to provide for themselves uh, but as all shortages do do uh, especially when they are widespread uh, they can lead to conflict and uh, the rumors in in the air was that there was conflict and that was would make sense by the behavior of uh, reinforcing the castle and more people more soldiers came to live there and then finally one day we watched as a great parade rolled in and grandmother had learned uh, that there was a new lord uh, uh, coming to, to run the castle and this lord or people behind his back called him the lower lord uh, because he wasn't from the fanciest family, but and, and this is something that we've run into it before, the lower lords. But this lord was uh, very good at a. Uh, he had come from another mountain region uh, that he had successfully defended uh, far, far away. So they said, "Hey, you're good at this. Uh, do, take care of this pass now, because this one is even more essential." And as this, I remember watching the parade. Like uh, there was a huge, fine white horses, and the, the there was a, like a fancy, like a, a gowns and and while the, this lord didn't have a family, he was just a, like a, 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 a you know a lower lord, upper knight. I don't know the difference. I don't know, there was something about the parading of people that I just found in my dreams every night uh, uh how high the backs were and how proud their faces were. And I don't know, I, I, I just found it mesmerizing and I guess I, I i did find the Lord quite handsome. Uh but there was more to to, to be to be concerned about because grandmother had said she started to her, her that the preparing uh because another kingdom was coming going to try to come through the pass and uh that they had started the war with these the, the these people and again these are people that will not be named uh because uh, I don't do like uh so don't worry about it check your history books it happened uh, maybe somewhere Uh, But what grandmother had learned as she sent, uh, you know, grandmother was good at sending people and learning things and talking to tinkers and bods and making trades. Uh, uh, The people coming through the pass, uh, at first all the people that were seeking refuge uh, uh, came through. And some of them stayed behind the, the behind the castle walls, and some of them moved on into the valley beyond, in, you know, in search of a, like a, a life away from all this hassle. Uh, but grandmother, she start, her face started to show that she was nervous about this because she had heard uh, that this uh, this uh, other kingdom that was coming was uh, they had the technology. And the technology they had was much more powerful than was this castle. She said this castle is going to fall when the technology comes because they are much more advanced. Uh, but grandmother also said that there's something about them uh, that I like. I don't trust them. I, I don't trust that that uh, like uh, that that, that will be able to get by. Uh, so she she was she was trying to figure out what to do, and I could tell it was keeping. You know, she was worried about her, and she was worried about her people. And so, I, I would uh, like I I just kept thinking about the parade of people every time I got I stressed with grandmother. And then one night, grandmother came and and told me to come into a tent with uh, my mother. And she said, "I I have a plan for the two of you. I want the two of you." Uh, to go down to the castle and you're going to meet with this person and you're going to be cloaked in these uh, rags here and you're going to live behind the walls and I have a plan. Don't worry. You just have to trust my plan. And she looked at my mother and, uh, you know, we, we get it. And I said, we're going to live in the castle, like the castle where the white horses are in the Bannermen and the streaming and the the luxurious silks and fabrics. And Grandmother kind of laughed. She said, oh, you love what the castle looks like from the outside and the people, what they look like. Uh, She goes, you'll be going to live there to be safe. And uh, she goes, at first it will be tough, so I want you to trust uh, that I have a plan for you. And I said, okay, Grandmother, I'll trust you. And so she sent my mother and I. And one thing you should know, children, before it, that'll make sense in just a minute, is my mother was a great beauty. And I know some of you may snicker at that, and I know what you're snickering at, uh, and I don't appreciate it. But my mother, was she was a great beauty. And you could see some kindness in her eyes, but also some cunning. And while for most of her life she always deferred to my grandmother, and my grandmother was the real leader in my family and of my people. I always thought one day my mother would take my grandmother's place, probably. And so we co- we actually were like covered in these rags, and we went in through the castle, and we were hired to work in the castle, and it was it was hard hard work. Uh, and we were, like, uh, the people running it. Now, maybe you heard this tale about me and Cinderella, and it will make a little sense, that part. We we were made to clean out the fireplaces and clean the chamber, POTS And a lot of people that hang around a single lower lord, uh, they call them hangers-on, and, and they were always... Uh, they were taking the most advantage of having a luxurious life, so they weren't the kindest people to work for. And so it was tough times for me, because I thought I was going to live in the castle with fine things, and I found myself on a cold floor. But even that cold floor had walls around it, and it had a little bit less wind to it than when we would sleep on the hard, scrabble ground in the hills and the mountains and my mother was there, uh, and I I guess I was closer to my grandmother, but my mother was always there with me, or sometimes, uh, like, uh, I would uh, sleep with the other servant children, and I I don't know, and and so I did feel some reassurance, despite how much work it was, and how much uh, hassle we would get sometimes, and i came to both understand working with the other children but i was also jealous that my sisters weren't there and this went on for some months and uh as we mother said just work you know grandmother wants us to work hard and be the best worker in most polite and i was you know i said okay this is grandmother's plan i still trust it now some nights i would doubt her plan but uh for the most part i think i i just tried to swallow my pride uh, i don't know if I, w- like uh, where that word comes from though uh, but anyway i don't know sorry children i was just fixated on the meaning of pride and what pride did i have when i before i arrived i, I did have some maybe it was more dignity and, you know, I'd be bossed around, and I would would not be happy about it, but I said, this is part of my grandmother's plan. Let me keep working hard. And eventually we rose up, and we started to be able to serve the actual the, the Lord himself, and he was very nice. And very quickly I began to see grandmother's plan, because uh, as soon as mother and I started serving him, and we would bring him his meals and clean his room and prepare his things. Uh, he uh, he started to be extra kind to us, and uh, one day he even said to my mother, "Why?" He, he said, uh, "Why do they make you wear these rags?" Uh, uh, do, you know, and it, he was kind of saying, oh, and then he invited us uh, to go to his tailor and to get more comfortable working clothes. And the next day when we returned, I could feel his breath quicken when he saw Mother without a, a like, a, you know, veil or whatever of rags around her face and her head. And he he, just, he didn't say anything, he just kind of uh, would try not to glance at Mother as we were working. Uh, but he did, and, he said, and then the next day he said, my, my... Uh, uh, you, you two work so hard. You're the hardest workers in this castle. Uh, I hope my strategy could be w- worthy of you, too. And uh, after a couple more days... And Mother was just quiet. Uh, and she'd say, thank you. And, and we'd move on. Or if he started talking to me, she would say, w- we have to go on to another thing. And then... Uh, grandmother's plan was hatched. Uh, for then she... And my warriors of my people and uh, all the other elders of my people arrived for, par- I believe you called it a parley, like a meeting with this Lord. They had called a peaceful meeting. Uh, they called us the hill people because we lived in the hills, but we weren't from the hills originally, you know. Uh, so I didn't appreciate that. I don't think grandmother did. And I think there was a hiccup to the first parlay but they came and they tried it in. And, uh, one of my sisters was there, my middle sister, but my older sister wasn't there with my grandmother, but my sister glared at me and I didn't know why, uh, cause I was jealous of them. I mean, except now I had some pretty nice clothes and I had been eating a little bit wet more, you know, the, the Lord would let us eat with him. Uh, but anyway, uh, grandmother announced, uh, uh, that, uh, the The coming technology was coming, and what was the, this uh, lord's plan and he explained uh, the plan first he argued, Oh, why would I tell you your plan and grandmother laughed and then grandmother said, Well, is this your plan because I know uh it's not gonna work and he said he didn't answer her his jaw was slack uh and then he said uh, she he said uh, what what would what, what do you want of it and she said, Well, I want safety for my people' And for my daughter, who I think you've developed an eye for. And then my mother stood and walked to my grandmother, and then they motioned for me to come. And uh, the the lower lord said, my, and my grandma said, I propose a union between my people and yours, uh, an official union. And uh, we know these hills, and uh, I know how your mind works, and... I can help you. I actually have a plan, and my plan is ready to implement, and, uh, I can help you, uh, keep this pass, uh, safe, and you'll be the hero, and the people with the technology will have to move on, uh, from here, and, uh, she said, what say you, and he said, oh, give me a fortnight to think about it, uh, I, no I think he think give no 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 not a fortnight. I think that he said, give me some time. I think a fortnight maybe it was a fortnight. I'm never sure is one night in a fort a fortnight uh, or is that a certain passing of time? And so we had to I had to go back with my grandmother back to the hills uh, and that night I learned that one of my sisters had gone away. And no one knew. They said, well, she's going to make her own way. And I said, where? And Grandma said, don't worry about it. And mother was a little bit unhappy about it. But she didn't seem too upset. Uh, And my sister, she said, why are you asking about sister? And they said, well, where did she go to live? Uh, And she said, she's a grown-up now. Uh, much, because my sister was, she was an, almost an adult. I was still a girl. My middle sister was, uh, kind of, uh, uh, actually she was uh, a woman now too, but I was not a woman yet. I was a girl. And, uh, I said, well, where'd she go? And she said, well, maybe she went to live with the people of the technology. And I said, uh, oh, like, like uh, I, I said, like, uh, well, we should go get her back. Uh, We should go see if she wants to come back and live with us at the castle if the king decides. And she says, it's not a king, it's a lower lord. And I said, you talk like uh, the the hangers-on of a lower lord. And I told her about all the working, but she didn't seem interested. Uh, And so I went to see my grandmother that night, and I said, grandmother, I've been trusting you, and I was hoping you hatched a plan. And she said, You seem to be doing well. And I said, Well, it's very hard, you know. And she said, Your mother told me about, uh, how, you know, uh, she goes, uh, But it's all part of my plan. I'm glad you trusted me. And I said, Well, what about my sister? She's gone to maybe live with the people, the technology people, or where's she gone? And grandmother said, Uh, she goes, She goes, Don't worry about it. Uh, you go, you, she goes, You you know, uh, she was. Do you want to know about my plan uh, to uh, close the, the pass? And I said, "Oh, grandmother, I do." Uh. And she told me of a plan, if the if the lower lord would agree, uh, to to use her own technology that she had learned uh, the secrets of my people that I didn't even know about because I hadn't re- reached uh, the the age where they pass on the secrets of the elders. But our people had these great secrets of moving heavy objects. And grandmother said, we'll make the pass even less passable. And uh, there'll be no way for them to, she goes, at first it'll seem like they can't even come through. And the technology, even if they were going to use it uh, to get through the pass, they would be too vulnerable. And even if they tried to come through, uh, she goes she goes she goes they, they will choose a, she goes they'll choose to go around for months uh, uh the next place they could cross the mountains is months and months away uh, so she said i'm sure that's what they'll choose and the, then we returned for the next to hear what the law lord decided and we went into the courtyard and there was people gathered everywhere and the white horses were there and the fineries were there and the lower Lord bowed and bowed to my mother and my grandmother. And he seemed very, uh, sincere in saying that he would marry my mother and make a union, uh, between my grandmother's people and his people, uh, that he was only a representative. He said, I'm only a representative, you know, like I'm, uh, uh, but he said, we will flourish together here in this past. Uh, and then he looked at my grandmother's face and he said, there's something else on your face, though. Uh, something more. And grandmother said, uh, you know, the sister, uh, the technology people. And that was all she needed to say. And he nodded and he said, so is this a personal uh, personal thing? And grandmother said, yes, there's a lot at stake here. And he said, well, let's get to it. Uh, You're all welcome. And and we moved in and we moved into the castle, of course, because they had a wedding. And it was very simple. And then all the soldiers and the warriors and my grandmother, they went into the hills and the mountains and they caved things in. And they rolled rocks on logs and Moved rocks and I, I i couldn't believe my eyes as I saw. And grandma said they taught me about levers and uh, pulleys and buttock and blackles or sort of block, block and tackles, I think they're called. And there was even cranes, uh and then digging and preparing. And then finally there was the rumbling of the approaching army. And they came and they had things like elephants and trebuchets and all the things they'd never even seen before. Uh, but grandmother was right. They had also very smart scouts who came and some of them, you know, didn't go back to reports. Uh, but enough of them did. And then they ran some tests where they tried to get through. But grandmother had made a maze like of rocks. Uh, uh, that you could only go through one at a time. So we could pass through the pass if we needed to. We really didn't need to at the time. Uh, but you know, it would be like, uh, you'd be in the maze. It would take forever to get through. And, uh, you know, it was, it was very, it was the, the, the lower lord and everyone worked together very, very well. And it was also the beginning of winter. So. Uh, this was a great, but bad news for this. Uh, no technology could overcome these giant rocks from Grandmother had moved. And so they did have to go and try to head down to the other mountains, but uh, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was very costly to these, uh, this other, uh, army. And it was uh, such a big deal that they announced that the king, the leader of this whole shebang, was going to come to see the place of victory and to hear about the plan that was hatched. And the lower lord gave grandmother a lot of credits, and uh, he also got credit just uh, for enacting the plan and for listening and being open to the idea. And so the king was so pleased. And then the castle and mother, because they said, well, you're going to be a duke now, and you'll be married to a duke. You won't be a lower lord anymore. And the kings it's going to be a great celebration. So, oh, it did things become amazing for us. So they brought uh, uh, more and more luxuries. And the castle chambers were expanded. And they said they made a whole area for the king, the royal chambers, where the royal household would live. And then when they left, we would live there, they said. And it had mahogany and mirrors, and glass, and jewels, and gold, and so many pillows to lie on and rest in. And it was so fine. And then the king came with his entourage, and he was was so handsome and kind. And we began to live a life uh, that I could only imagine. uh, And we were treated with respect, and, and dignity, and deference, and... I never, and this was right as I was just uh, getting close to saying goodbye to my childhood. And I felt so powerful uh, because tre- people treated me like I had this power, and because I was part of grandmother's. You know, I had like I I had the shine from my grandmother, from the duke, and then the king came, and he loved uh, to spend time with my sister and I, and. I mean, I, I think I noticed the same, uh, look in his eye, uh, but I was also, oh, and he would tell us tales from his kingdom of his adventures and of, uh, lizards, uh, flying lizards and ice people and horse, horse lords. Oh, it was just such a time of golems and, uh, you know, rings and, And, uh, it was even in the stars, so it was like, even one time he told us about a doc, uh, an alchemist that could travel the times, and every night we would sit there and listen to him, children. And I told the children of my class, uh, uh, I, I, I never felt more safe and secure there, listening to the king, lying in a bed of luxury relaxing and winding as kind of you are babies now. All around me, I think this is where I'll stop my tale for the day because I think I'm going to take a nap here next to my man When all was well, once upon a time for Agatha, in a castle, secure in a pass, uh, surrounded by silk and velvet and... You know, everything I had uh, seen, I was living that parade. I would pet that white horse every morning and feel its uh, soft fur. And it was like I was living a dream Uh, once upon a time. uh, As you all rest my little babies around me, as I snuggle up with my letterman... As I breathe, as you breathe, we all rest here. And maybe that was the lesson for the time, to rest uh, secure in the pass. Good night.